0: gracious hosts, unique lodging, and tasty cuisine. New Mexico bed and breakfasts are New Mexico true. Our innkeepers are as special as New Mexico and we're sharing their stories. Read about them and plan your trip at nmbba.org. Hey everybody! Welcome to Big Blend Radio, and you know, every second Thursday we get to go to New Mexico, the land of enchantment, and find out where we can all stay in beautiful bed and breakfasts across the state. Uh, new Mexico is gorgeous, and today we are going to Albuquerque, and we're going to find out about a brand new inn that just opened August first. Uh, we're going to chat with Margie and Jean trusterud They are the innkeepers of the Sleepy Lobo Inn and this is in the University District of Albuquerque and I encourage you to go to their website sleepyloboin.com and that's Sleepy and then L-O-B-O-N.com so Margie and Jean welcome how are you?
1: We're good right, welcome thanks. thank you.
0: Now did I pronounce your last name correctly or did I butcher it because I love to butcher any language.
1: You did pretty well. It's Norwegian. So root okay. was perfect.
0: I was doing, okay, because I was going, I I lived in South Africa. So I start going Afrikaans on people. Like, it doesn't <laughs> matter what language it is. I'm going Dutch. But um anyway, we're it was kind of close. Kind of, kind of, sort of. But yeah, I mean, okay, so that's a long way from Norway. Um Tell us a little bit about Albuquerque and what led you to open a bed and breakfast in Albuquerque specifically? Have you lived there for a long time? I know you've got a military and travel background. And um, so, yeah, why Albuquerque? Let's start there.
1: Well, um, definitely the military brought us to Albuquerque. We um, have been all over. We spent eight years in Europe with the Air Force. Gene um, is retired after 36 years. And, uh, but during our travels, um, in 94, we actually came to Albuquerque um, for a military stint and fell in love with it. Just, We're originally from Buffalo, New York, um, okay. so <laughs> cold, snowy, and we came to the blue skies and um, the mountains and fell in love. And so we've been here ever since on and off because the military takes us all sorts of places, and Jen can talk about his travels. Um We've spent probably 30% of our marriage apart because of the military oh, wow. um, in different states, but uh, we always called Albuquerque home. And we always had a dream for 40 years. We've been married 40 years this year. And oh,
0: wow. Always. This is yeah, a big always, year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is a big year. Um, it's always been our dream to open um, a bed and breakfast, a traditional bed and breakfast, um, like a European inn. And um, we've been planning this for many years and uh, finally realized it um, this year and and said, well, you know, we we need to do it. And the place to do it is here where where we go home.
0: Awesome. And and Jane, for you coming to Albuquerque, I mean, going from the Air Force, now you've got hot air balloons. I don't think that's that's a that's a little bit of a calmer stint, isn't it? (laughs) Uh,
2: yeah, very much so. Uh, A lot slower travel and a lot quieter.
0: Yeah. And those big skies, I mean, going from New York, um, it's got to be really different. Right now we're actually back east and, um, it is, we, we we lived out in, uh, Tucson. That's where our storage unit is because we travel full time across the country and, you know, you're not that far away and in the desert Southwest, you just can't, it's, once it's in your heart, it's in your heart. You know, certain places you get that dirt under your fingernails and you have a lot of dirt. You're in the desert. (laughs) Um, you just, you can't clean it away because it's just kind of gets you there. So, Gene, what is it for you about Albuquerque?
2: Uh, well, basically, uh, other than with the military, my association with that here, which is still just a couple of miles away for us, we can hear reveille every morning at seven o'clock if you step out on the front door. But uh, it's always about the mountain, probably. It's about mm-hmm. six or 10 miles away, depending on where you're coming from. And in 15 minutes or so, uh, unlike Tucson, you can literally be walking on the trails at the foothills of Albuquerque, so on the mountain. So yeah, the Sandias awesome. keep, us, keep us here all the time uh, unless we're traveling.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So you've traveled quite a bit around the world, and so it's that's what's so great when you do land in one spot and you pick that. I think it, you've seen so much. You've experienced a bunch. And then when you pick a destination, you know that has to be a special destination to say, okay, we're calling this home, but not only are we doing that, we're gonna invest in a property that am I reading straight on your website ten years to renovate this property?
2: Yeah, well, I was working at the same time, uh flying at okay. night or sometimes in a day and then and it every day, if I had the opportunity or every weekend for sure, we worked on restoring this home it It had been uh, uh started up in nineteen twenty one some uh, dentist down the street a couple doors away. His family built the house in 22. They bought the property in 21. And, uh, the coach across the street in 1922, uh, Johnson, coach Johnson had come from University of Michigan and taken the first coaching job here. And he married in the living room, the oldest daughter of the house. The house was brand new and I got married on flag day July or June 14th in 2022. And, uh, so it's got a, a lot of history starting with that. And, uh, it just took a long time to renovate it because it was in its original state, uh, electrically, mm. the water, the gas, all the utilities, everything.
0: Wow.
1: And so it's a, it's pictures, Adobe,
0: right? Right.
1: 14-inch mm. thick Adobe. The first floor. And mm. we have pictures from 1950s. Um, and when we bought the house, the same curtains that are in the pictures from the 1950s were still hanging mm. on the windows. Wow. Oh, my gosh. So. It was, it was, um, quite a project and I walked around the house and there was just some beautiful architecture pieces in the house with wooden valances and a big old, um, uh, six foot tub and, and all these little special things. And I would go to Jean, you know, can you fix that? And he was like, sure, I can fix it. Didn't realize it would take us 10 years, um, we actually went without a kitchen for two whole years. We basically ate and cooked out of the dining room <laughs> while the <laughs> kitchen was gutted. But we we really wanted to pay attention to the original aspects of the house. And so Jean mm-hmm. did a lot of hand plaster work and recreating window sills that had been rotted to make, you know, to bring them back to what they wow. originally looked like. Um And the pictures helped. So it it was a labor of love for sure. (laughs) Oh,
0: man. So you have two rooms, right? And then two bathrooms, What they're also shared, right? There's an upstairs and a downstairs.
1: Yes, I actually have a total of three rooms um, in the house for for the bed and breakfast. Uh, We have a main bathroom on the second floor where the other rooms are that is Really large, beautiful walk in shower you could have a party in with four people, um, and a big soaking. But tub you don't want to then...
0: start advertising that, <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. You never know, it's, my it's a favorite. university town, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, I know that's nice though. That's nice that it's that big, right?
1: And then we, we do have a full bath on the ground floor that we um, we actually added a shower, it's the original bathroom, but we added a shower just for convenience, um. Mm-hmm. For us, um, but yeah, it's it's definitely a traditional B and B where there's shared bathrooms. But you know, I have gorgeous, comfy spa robes and slippers for everyone to uh, feel at home and and um, enjoy that yeah. piece of of you know old style bed and breakfast.
0: Yeah, and and they do exist, and we've stayed in a number of them, and really, it. It's kind of like, you know, let's, let's get back to reality on some things. You know, it's better, you know, and, and it, you can keep yourself, you know, I know during COVID and, you know, the pandemic, people freak out a little bit, but you can actually stay very safe. And we have, um, during the pandemic, I think we stayed over and starting a little bit before the pandemic and over 30 bed and breakfasts across the country. And the bed and breakfasts are like yours. Um, it, it's such an important thing because you're, you're holding to history that could have just disappeared i mean not just the house itself the architecture that is really indicative of what albuquerque is about but also the people's history that are attached to the house is such an important thing and it's being shared you know so i think that's something really really special and so when people come to a bed and breakfast like yours this is about an experience and with you guys being so close to the university i can imagine Uh, A lot of the guests coming that will be, you know, like maybe, you know, the first time everyone's getting ready at the dorm at the university, it's like the families coming in. So I think a lot of family reunions um, could happen. And to be in a a big house, a big bed and breakfast house that has family history, I think that's really cool.
1: Absolutely.
2: Yeah, that was the idea. I think our target audience was always thought to be the university students, parents who were coming in to drop the kids off for the start of school or, pick them up at the end of school. And we're so close to the uh, Knob Hill neighborhood, which is just one block away that everybody's coming here during that time frame. They're going to go eat at dinner somewhere, everything, and they're going to be in the neighborhood anyway. So and we are directly across the street and we do have a very uh, long history with the school, with the school itself. In 1930, this was a sorority home for a year for one oh, of wow. the gross sororities that started up in at UNM. Uh, it was a pretty small college at that time. Uh, like I said, the oldest daughter of the house, uh, she graduated with a bachelor's degree in home economics. if That's hard <laughs> to imagine at that time in 1922. And she married the coach. Uh, and they lived then in the, uh, where the duck pond is today at UNM. That was their home for up until the 1950s. Uh, he was one of the most famous coaches in all of university sports. Uh, he was the first coach to transport a team to a game on an airplane. Uh, He was on Sports Illustrated many times, and uh, so there's a lot of family history here with the home itself, and uh, we try to kind of keep that alive as best as we can.
0: Well, I love the fact that, you know, you're so close to university and have that history because I think also for um, parents to know that it's kind of like a familiar hub. For them if they come back again once the kids are in college if they come back to visit or you know even for the the kids going in the school it's not always kids either i should stop saying that Mm -hmm. um that gives them a familiarity too of a place as well so you're going to be part of people's educational history like you know they're yeah that's going to be kind of cool to know that people are going to keep coming back
1: well and i I will say, too, so I do have my first true booking um, in 10 days, and it's a couple, uh, two women coming from Germany, and she is coming back. She's 60 years old, and she went to UNM, and she's bringing her sister with her to come and uh, see the university and show her sister around because she's never been to the States. They're Germans, and she's staying at my B&B and and i am so excited because we lived in Germany and so we oh, have cool. that connection already. Um, but you're right in the fact that, you know, people do come back to their college haunts mm-hmm. and, you know, she remembers living on Carlisle and um, all sorts of different things that she's already been talking to me about, which wasn't far from here. She also got married uh, just a few blocks away. And so... Um, it is really great to have that. And, and I hope that, um, you know, the parents come or visiting professors or people coming back, um, can come back and, and reconnect with Albuquerque because it, it is a wonderful, wonderful city and it's truly international here. And, um, the university, um, helps with that because mm-hmm. people come from all over to go to this university. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm proud of it. You know, my daughter went there and, um, you know, okay. so it's her alma mater, and and it's a big part of of what Albuquerque is. So, mm-hmm. I'm I'm really pleased that we have a little slice of history.
0: Do you know with the university being there, a lot of them have, um, you know, museums and things like on the campus and um, performance venues. Is it like that there too? For because um, I know you've got a lot of flamenco going on in Albuquerque. you
1: have got wine do? and
0: flamenco, what and hot air balloons and hiking. Like, seriously. And you've got a lot of good food. Your food is incredible. Like, the it's a dangerous amazing. city for food. So. I mean, you
1: definitely have, um, you know, Pope Joy Hall at the University of New Mexico has, you know, Broadway shows to other theater projects that they do. Uh, a lot of different performances all throughout the year. Um, in the general area, we have all kinds of little theaters around. Um and, and famous things like the Frontier Restaurant is probably the icon of breakfast burritos in New Mexico. And that's oh. really four blocks down the road from our bed and breakfast and across the street from UNM. So it's it's um, that's an icon. And there are several different um, places like the Lobo Theater, which mm-hmm. um, back in the day in the 90s, uh, you know, used to play movies. Um, and now it's a huge entertainment venue that's just blocks away from the university and Airbnb. So um, there's a lot of, of, of things like that. Museums, you know, Gene could talk about. He's been to, oh, there's we've been a pottery to
2: a Yeah, there's, an, there's a, actually a pretty good pottery museum uh, that's on the university campus. Oh, cool. Uh, another uh, point to, I, I guess, bring up is, is uh, art. The Albuquerque Rapid Transit System The bus system that runs down Route 66, which is also Central Avenue right here through the right by the university and by us. It it is free now uh, for anybody who wants to get on and off. And it goes all the way to downtown to Old Town. It goes the entire almost entire length of Route 66. Uh, It goes, I want to say, almost 14 miles, 10 to 14 miles somewhere in there. Uh, And as well as our location, we're 2.3 miles from the airport. So, uh, wow. It's really easy to get around transportation wise in the in the area we're at assuming you're not walking everywhere because everything is walkable, yeah,
0: that is amazing and um now, do you have public art in your backyard too, because that's the one thing we were doing when we came to Albuquerque is we went on the the giant hunt of uh public art and we found it everywhere. I don't think. <laughs> I can't remember. It's 300 or 600 pieces of art. I it's insanity. Like trying to, I thought we could do it all. I'm like, come on, Nancy, let's do it. No, we, we couldn't finish. And, and the pieces are incredible. So do you have some around you? You've got to, but you're by the university.
1: We do. We have a lot of murals all around. Um, we actually um, there's a spa that's next door, a beautiful oh. day spa and um the owner uh the owner's husband um is an artist a local artist um so we have several of his pieces of art actually around the property um but but certainly you can go within 10 mile or 10 block area and Mm -hmm. see countless murals and Mm -hmm. some sculptures and even on the university you know, they have all kinds of artwork uh, that you can just mm-hmm. stroll around on their walking paths and see it. It's it's what makes the Albuquerque very special. I believe they're like within the top 10 um, uh, in the United States of cities that put money into public art. So That's it's amazing. a huge deal for Albuquerque to support it. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think that, you know, because the West, other if you're like San Francisco, LA and stuff like that, um, we kind of weren't as good about public transportation because everything is so spread out so it's really good to see things like the um, the uh, albuquerque uh, rapid transit system that you're talking about that's a big deal i know tucson just is also getting into that and has that downtown so it's nice to see these changes happen over the last 20 years you know that um it's great it's really great
1: you can also, you know, so the rapid ride is great. You know, we have a regular bus system, plus we have this rapid ride that you can quickly get from the university to downtown That's or to awesome. old town and, you know, get easy access to museums. It also will bring you to the Rail Runner, which is the the train that takes you to Santa Fe really quick in like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um Ooh. So, yeah, that's really, really nice. And you can access that from downtown and it's very quick uh, to get directly into Santa Fe. So um, it makes the transit mm. here in the city really makes even Santa Fe accessible to almost anyone who does not have their own car here. A lot of the students don't. Um, so it, it, it makes it really um, advantageous.
0: Especially if you're flying in, you know yeah, um, I wanted to touch on we got to talk about food at the end, but I want to go back to the end because you mentioned property and having some art on the property. Tell us a little bit, let's go to the rooms and the gardens, but let's start with the gardens uh do you have a garden area where people can sit outside and enjoy you know some iced tea or or maybe a glass of wine, whatever they want to do?
1: Absolutely. We have a beautiful outdoor patio um, with a nice little pond um, that we watch the roadrunners come and drink from. Oh, cool. Um so that's really really wonderful. Um beautiful uh you know some grass and some uh patio areas uh a couple different ones uh to sit around and relax, beautifully treed. So there're shady nice. spots as well as sunny. Um so that's really nice uh you know it's definitely walkable to uh to different parks as well but it is a park uh, like setting here um, oh cool the rooms are um you know uh furnished with antiques um beautiful linens uh and bedding for you know all the different temperatures here in albuquerque cuz it can be cool at night um they're with all the little comforts of home so down to you know uh, cables for your phones to charge. Um,
0: oh wow, cool!
1: But uh, you know some of those modern conveniences with you know flat screen smart TVs um, and Wi Fi, but the the comforts of a bed and breakfast, which is just those you know That's... mints on the pillows and the comfy blankets and and. Uh, pillows for you to
0: you you could tell that you guys have been like really planning this okay we're going to do this this is going to happen when this happens so what? let's talk about okay so someone comes checks in now are there afternoon refreshments like I saw okay
1: absolutely Um, we're definitely going to have afternoon tea every day so uh, whatever kind of confections I decide to make um, from my European travels so you know homemade scones or shortbread or something along those lines with coffee and tea in the afternoons, uh, to greet my guests. Um, and then in the evenings, uh, I want to do, well, I will have snacks, um, and refreshments for, you know, when you're kind of relaxing before bed and, and you're mm-hmm. chatting with your friends or who, who, who you brought with you, um, just kind of relaxing either outside or in the living room because it's, it's so beautiful in Albuquerque most of the time that we love to sit out and yeah. you know have a cool refreshment in the evening as a sunset. Yeah. So definitely want to do that. And then um of course a beautiful full breakfast, um multi-course breakfast with um Whoa. The traditional pastries and fruits and that to grab and go for those guests who, you know, just need to have something when they first get up in the morning. And then a sit down, uh, full hot breakfast with, you know, quiche and, and homemade breads and um homemade granola and those kinds of things. Uh German pancakes. Um Wow. You know, the the different so are, things are, are you learned...
0: both cooking or is this all on you? I'm <laughs> is, sorry is it all on you on the cooking and the baking or
1: Absolutely. I've been, you know, my mother, um, was a great cook and I learned from her. And then, um, you know, just in our travels, we just, you know, I would try something and say, well, let's try to make that at home. And I've been a baker for many years. I used to make oh. wedding cakes and, um.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. So I, 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 you know, I have a history. I love it. Absolutely love to feed people and I love to eat myself. So. <laughs>
0: it well, th- this you. is a it sounds like a perfect, you know, next career for you both, you know? And then it's it's great that you know how to restore a historic home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. a lot yeah. of work. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean that's really a, a big deal. And to try and keep the integrity of the home is I think hard as well. Like, you know, just go, okay, just tear it down, put something new up, it's quicker and easier. And that's you see that happen across the country. But Man, the more we lose these historic spaces and keep putting up the same boxes, you know, the little boxes on the hillside, we're ruining the way our country looks by not having character. And, you know, that's what I think is so important about architecture and history is to keep the character of a place, you know, it's part of the soul. So I I really hats off to all the work you've done, because I know that's not easy, especially when you have to play with electrical work and all that stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. uh oh, <laughs>
2: Yeah, that was the whole thing was to was to keep the home in its original state as much as possible. And so everybody's like, aren't you going to add, you know, a bathroom, private bath for every room? I said, no, it would totally change the home and then it wouldn't be what it's right. supposed to be. So it's staying a three bedroom house like it was built in 1922.
0: That's awesome. So. That's awesome. So, okay. So you've got, everyone's got lovely accommodations and history, easy to just get outside and go and go hike and do all kinds of, obviously there's so mm-hmm. much to do in Albuquerque, but mm-hmm. for the fall and winter, what would you recommend people put on their radar? Is, is there special events? I know the hot air balloon festivals happening October and good luck, everybody finding a room for that. But. um <laughs> oh. That, that is, is yes. difficult, but the, yeah, we
1: definitely, there's a lot. I mean, the State Fair is starting in a few days. So that's really exciting um, right here in Albuquerque. Um, there's the Harvest Festival at the end of the month which has, you know, all kinds of things, you know, pumpkin patch kind of stuff that goes on in the fall in a lot of cities. Uh, we're in the midst of chili roasting right now, which is huge. Everybody has to get their chilies ahead of time. Uh, so we have them through the year. But a lot of, you know, as we get into fall and into November uh, and Thanksgiving time, you know, the pumpkin patches and the corn mazes, are you know pop up on wow. on the local farms here and there's several um so that's really fun um we balloon fiesta you've mentioned uh the 40th uh uh duke city marathon is due to happen uh October 22nd so that's a huge thing that people come from all over to go ahead and participate in it's a beautiful marathon what is marathon. It? It, uh, okay. a run a marathon run
0: oh oh okay the running ooh
1: Yes, it's it's yeah. it's a marathon. that has been going on for 40 years, and wow. you run all through the city, so it's beautiful. You get to see sky. the Bosque, um, you know, with oh. the river area. It's it's a wonderful thing to participate in um, that we all you know love, and and we're actually looking at it this year to maybe do some walk. Um, definitely the Bosque to come and walk in in the fall is beautiful. A lot of people do. There's huge trails all around. Um, with, you know, alongside of the botanical gardens
0: and the zoo and that. Oh, the gardens are awesome. I love the gardens. Yeah. Um, In the bosque, you look right, because then the season is coming in, even getting into winter for all the birds. Um, You're in a really good flyway, right? For people that go, if you're a birder, this is the time to get out there. And and fall is perfect for hiking. Oh, Oh,
1: absolutely. The the birds are huge and prolific. And there's a lot of bird watching events that go on. And definitely, you know, uh, visit Albuquerque and New Mexico True. Those websites are are incredible to use uh, to see what events are mm-hmm. popping up. You know, we we definitely, you know, with the um, Native Americans, you know, we have a lot of feast days that happen, you know, throughout the year. And so um, checking out what's happening in the fall and the winter for those feast days, they do dancing and all sorts of oh. events. Those are really great. And, again, people come from all over to see that culture because you don't find it, in a lot of places, and we have a lot of different tribes here in the area, and we love to support them. Um, also, uh, in, in the winter, we have the shop and stroll on Knob Hill during the holidays that come out okay. where for a month to stop the shops stay open late and serve, you know, cool. cookies and stuff. And we have the luminarias that come out. Oh, the, that's a big time. deal they have walks and festivals for those too in all different areas so in albuquerque we have different areas like old town and downtown and uh they have different festivals during different times and mm-hmm. so um there's always something to do and and i don't want to forget uh we talk about hiking in the in the sandias i mean you have the sandia tram to take you in the fall up the mountain, and you see where all the leaves have changed, and it's a beautiful view of the city. Oh man! Up and the restaurant uh, at the top of the mountain to sit and have something, just see the sunset. That is a huge fall um, must-do for anyone coming into the area. Oh, uh, that's
0: awesome! And they got to go to Petroglyph National Monument. That's a whole other cool thing to go and experience. Um, You know, it, it and. People coming in the fall, like you're saying, there's the birds, there's the hiking, there's all these different cultural festivals. Um So, yes, there's all those uh, Visitor Bureau websites like uh, visitabq.org, I think it is, or .com. I know it's visitabq.org, yeah, I think. Yeah, and then also uh New Mexico True, but also the New Mexico Bed and Breakfast Association is org, And I highly recommend that too because they have all the bed and breakfast for people to choose from. So like if you're booked, maybe somebody else in Albuquerque or nearby will be available for uh visitors going to have a real authentic New Mexico True experience. See, I got this down. And then, <laughs> but also they have a cool blog on there. So you get all these, you know, you know, what to see and do in the entire state, which is fantastic. So I'm glad you're part of them. They They do a great job of guiding visitors of where to stay. And I think innkeepers like you guys obviously know the area really well. You've lived there, worked there, and then also, you know, renovated a historic home there. So I think, you know, Albuquerque pretty darn well and definitely have the enthusiasm. And that's the beauty of staying at inn's is the innkeeper's you know, it's like I'm looking for this really, you know, off the wall thing over here. And somehow the innkeeper will know where to get it or where to find it. It's amazing. <laughs> so, um, you know, right. so innkeepers are like the they know what's going on. You guys get all the gossip, too. You do. We do. We get
1: all the gossip. We since we've lived here for so long, we've hit all the museums and the, the hiking yeah. and and the things to do in the festivals. And, and there's not an end to what you can do when you get here, depending on what what you you like to do. So, awesome. um, I do want to reiterate that you know there's just so much for everyone.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, thank you both for joining us on the show today, everyone. We are here every second Thursday talking about New Mexico with the New Mexico Bed and Breakfast Association. You can keep up with us at BigBlendRadio.com, but also go to Jean and Margie's website. It is Sleepy Lobo Inn com and go make a booking or go check yourself a new university for fun too. If you haven't gone yet, you might, might want to start now. You, you know what? You're never too old to learn, right? So sure. there it is. Thank you so much.
1: Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate it. Bye-bye.
0: Gracious hosts, unique lodging, and tasty cuisine. New Mexico bed and breakfasts are New Mexico true. Our innkeepers are as special as New Mexico, and we're sharing their stories. Read about them and plan your trip at nmbba.org.